computer. Um, we'll just speak of you. Okay, welcome everyone to the live event. So it's 6 a.m. here, <laughs> Sydney time, and it is black outside still, but there's not a big frost. So I'm not so not it's not, not so cold this morning. Okay, so this over the next three hours, we are going to get ready to do some work. So if you don't have a notebook or um, yeah, or if you prefer to type on your computer, because we're going to be doing a few exercises and we're really going to set you up for becoming that naturally healthy person. So very, like, I, I love doing this event. Um, and before we start, just a thought that I want to carry through this event is that, you know, we'll get exactly what we need exactly when we need it. And we don't need to know how that's true. So if you've if something feels difficult or something feels hard, just know that you, like it's happening in the perfect amount of time and that you're getting what you need and that we don't have to do everything perfectly. Okay. And I like to make, as all my sessions, like let's make this as interactive as possible. So if you have any questions or just type in the chat um, or unmute yourself and just, just shout out so that we can, like, as we're going along so that, you know, you, we can get your questions answered and that we, everyone's clear. Um, okay. So just in terms of an overview of what we're going to be covering today. So this first hour, we're going to be going, I'm going to teach you about like coaching and thoughts and beliefs and self-talk. And this um, so this is a, like a really big, big concept, and that's really going to help you understand a lot of like human behavior, human brains, and how 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 we how we work, how we're wired. Then we're going to talk about um, the nat our naturally healthy self concept, which is something I kind of touched on in the first two um, lessons. But we're going to be doing some exercises today to really uncover like your naturally healthy self concept and who you actually want to become at the end of this journey. And then we'll talk, um, this first hour, we'll, we'll talk briefly about emotional eating. Like it's quite a big topic, but I just wanted to introduce you to some concepts to help you kind of like to give it a, a taster of what's to come in that. that. Then, in, so that's the first hour, we're going thoughts and beliefs, how brains work. So we've got a lot, um, our naturally healthy self-concept and then this emotional eating piece. Then in the second hour, we're going to be, um, uh, I'm going to take you deep onto our three-part process. So then, so we have a process that we follow as part of the Naturally Healthy Club. So, and there's three parts to it. So I'll, I'll go into all of those in the second hour. And then the, in the third hour, we're going to be, but again, a lot to a lot to cover. So we're going to be talking about habits because they are such an important part of you know, our eating and and changing habits is a really big part of what the work that we do in the Naturally Healthy Club. Then we're going to talk about nutrition. Um, then we're going to do some exercises around meal planning. And finally, we're going to talk about urges. And that, that's going to be us for, for, um, for today. And so what the plan is, is um, we'll have a break at the, like, so just before each hour, and then we'll come back and start on the, on the hour. So um, if you, but if you need to leave or something happens, like it's going to be the same Zoom link for each of them, but I'll actually break it into three different meeting sessions so that the recordings are in three, three different parts. Okay, so that's time for today. So let's, oh, and actually I forgot to say, like just type in the chat and say where you're joining, it, joining us from so that we can all get to know it, get to know each other a bit better. Okay, so Let's get started with this whole idea about self-talk and thoughts and beliefs. So the backstory to this is back in 2019, which is a few years ago now, um, I did my health coaching certificate and just because I decided that I wanted to get into coaching more. And yay, Ruth, Mary said she's joining from San Augustine, Florida. Ruth's joining from Minneapolis. Yay, Laura's joining from Chicago. Um, Pam, yay, yeah, excellent. Keep typing, good to see. Um, okay, so yeah, like I've been, um, yeah, like coaching. So I had, and I started coaching people and had been getting pretty good results for just by like some basic stuff of like getting people to eat proper meals on a regular schedule, planning ahead, and you know, kind of doing some work around their habits. But not everyone would have lasting change. And so it was like, kind of always felt a little bit like 
frustrated with, with my coaching um, and also in my own journey with my health. Like I'd got to my weight to a great, great place by like doing all of the above and I was using intermittent fasting back then. Um, but I still had some residual things that I wasn't happy about. So I was, you know, over, I had that in that cycle of overeating on the weekend and then um, fasting, you know, that, that during the week to manage it um, and, you know, not sticking to my alcohol plan and, um, you know, picking at things when I was cooking and cleaning up and just, you know, a lot of, a lot of bad habits that, weren't working for me anyway so not long after actually it was in 2019 I started working with a business coach and she was really mindset focused and she taught me this what I'm about to teach you all about our thoughts and our beliefs and how our brains work and the self-talk piece and I was just like getting good results with the business coaching so I was like thinking okay like maybe what what would happen if I applied this to my health and so of course I did, like went, went ahead and did, did some experiments and like, it was kind of like magic, like everything fell into place. And so I had this big discovery that like to change anything in my life, in, in your life, in our lives, we just need to uncover and change like the thoughts and the beliefs and our self-talk that we're having around that, that area. And then we are able to change, change. And it's pretty magical. So that's how I discovered this. So what exactly is, when I say self-talk, what, what, what am I talking about? So basically it's just like that, those moment-to-moment -moment thoughts, like all that chatter that goes on in, your, in our brains all day long. And how self-talk works is, um, the way I, I, I remember it is the acronym T, T-E-A. So we have thoughts and they drive our emotions so our thoughts cause, cause our emotions and then from that, whatever we're feeling, that, that drives our actions. And then, of course, our actions you know, determine our results. And so there's two types of thoughts that, um, that, are, that, that are at play in this. There's, there's this, the, that conscious like self-talk, that chatter that's going on all, all day in our brains. And then there's also this, our subconscious beliefs. And so in order to change, like we need to address to and get lasting change, we need to address both. So we, um, so first we're going to look at like that moment to moment self-talk and then, we, then we'll, we'll look at like changing the, the subconscious, um, the subconscious stuff. And the, the, what the key takeaway I want you to have, like, the key thing I want you to be mindful of at the moment with like TEA, thoughts, emotions, actions, is that it always comes back to our thoughts. So if we're not getting, like if we're struggling to do what we know that we should be doing, like or we're doing things and we're, or the results that we're getting aren't, aren't where we want to be, what we need to do is to work it back to our thoughts and change those thoughts so that drives a different, so that inspires a different emotion and then we'll take different action and that will get us the result that we want. So it really like, and we're going to come back to this over and over again <laughs> over the, the next six months. It's like, it really is all about these, these thoughts. And I know this, like, if you're not, if you're new to this, it can be a bit of a like, really, but it, it's truly that this is how um, humans work. And in psychology, like this is called cognitive behavior therapy. Like this is like, it's well-documented. There's a lot of evidence around it that, 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 that like the thoughts drive or, or drive everything. Um, Yes. So, so with this self-talk stuff, like there's actually a way that we can use that to our advantage. And so the first step is really just becoming aware of our, like all those, those thoughts that we're having. So we just want to start listening to the thoughts that we're having in the, especially in the moment when we're about to do something that we don't necessarily want to do. So, you know, we're going to grab that piece of chocolate or, you know, open a bag of chips when we don't really, we're not necessarily hungry. And um, so we, so that's the, when you start delving into this work, like yeah, just having awareness is really the first step. And sometimes for some people, it's really easy to notice the thoughts, but for other people, it's actually, and in other, and it depends on the situation as well, but some people are better at, at accessing emotions and feelings. So you just play around and know, but either way, like you, like just, it's the first step to 
using self-talk to your advantage is to just bring awareness to the situation. And it's it's mad. Like oftentimes we've, when you first learn this, you're like, oh my goodness, there's so many thoughts. And it's like, it's pretty, it's actually quite fun. Um, so then once you're aware of like what the thoughts are that are going on in your head or the feelings, um, and then from the feelings, working it back to the thoughts, then you want to just start observing like how those thoughts are making you feel and what action are they causing you to take. And then when you, and oftentimes like when you just see, okay, this thought's making me feel this way and it's causing this me to you know, do this thing, um, then you're often like wanting to change, change the thoughts. And so then the, the third step in using self-talk to your advantage is just brain like coming up with different thoughts and it's actually like coaching yourself in the moment to think of like different thoughts on purpose and change that that the direction of that thought feeling action pathway um and so how how are we going to do that it's just a like it's a trial and error it's an experimental thing and like and it's just a like a, a habit that you get into of just becoming aware of the thoughts and then redirecting the thoughts when when you need to um and i guess when i'm talking about this it, in it's kind of it it's helpful when we, well i've got some examples so we'll go through those um and i think that it'll become come clearer for you then and but it's really a matter of just experimenting with different thoughts and trying different thoughts and i'm always like you know noticing different thoughts and coming up like trying different thoughts um, to get me where I want to go and so it's like this program it's like a practice that's going to evolve so we want to be willing to fail like it's going to be harder at the beginning like to be willing to like fail at first uh, just knowing that the more you do this like the more it's going to come in and we like and don't like don't don't stress about it too much now at, at this stage all we want to be doing is just bringing awareness. Like what am I, and just you know, pausing and thinking, what am I thinking now? So that you're starting to like shine that light on this pathway. And we don't, like, you really don't want to judge yourself. So, you know, because sometimes if you're, you, when you come become aware, you can get frustrated with yourself because like, oh, why am I thinking that? That's so stupid. And we don't want to do that because then that just makes you feel um, def like defeated and like you're not getting where you want to go. So like it's really important not to judge yourself and to just keep a curious mind with this. Um, and so like, if you find yourself thinking a thought that's not helpful, just, you know, adding a, like there's something to soften it, like, and that's okay. Like if you think then, you know, that can, that can be, um, or it's possible to change. Like if you're thinking, you know, I'm never going to do this, it's not working. Like rather than judging yourself for thinking those thoughts, you go, okay, you know, and that's okay. Like I feel like I'm never going to get this and that's okay. Um, so this is a practice that, that will, will evolve. So let's talk about some examples. And so classic one is like when stopping when I've had enough. So, um, you know, when I'm eating a meal, like it's delicious, I'm getting, I notice that I'm getting that, that, those signals that I'm feeling, feeling full. And then the thought, like one of my sneaky thoughts that comes up is like, you know, a few more bites won't matter. Or like another one could be like, you know, this is really good. I don't want to stop. And so what I do then is like, I just pause um, and like, just notice, okay, I'm think thinking a few more bites won't matter. And I'm thinking this is really good. I want to stop. And I just pause. And because I know that if I keep thinking those thoughts, that this is really good, I don't want to stop of course I'm going to feel like more desire for the food and I'm going to want it. I'm going to, the result of that, that thought is that I'm going to want to keep eating. But so if I notice that thought and go and just let it go and pause and, and redirect my thought instead and think something along the lines of, you know, it's better when I stop because I'll sleep better. I won't feel bloated later. You know, I'll have these delicious leftovers for lunch tomorrow. Um, like when I, when I start to, when I, when I think those thoughts instead, that makes me feel more inspired to stop because it's connecting me with the reasons why it's not going to be a good idea and why I'll regret it if I keep eating once I already feel, feel full. Um, 
so can can you does that make sense can you see how like just changing that thought will change your like change how what what you want to do like it'll actually change how you feel about the situation like so if I'm thinking I want more (laughs) this is really good like of course I want to keep eating more but if I change that and connect with my future like of how it's going to make me feel if I do stop like I'll have a better sleep I'll won't feel bloated like that that makes that's going to make it feel a lot like it's going to change the like how I feel and it's going to change my actions is anyone how's everyone feeling about that I'm just going to run to color you so I can see your faces does that make sense like yeah good has anyone got any questions no okay yes Sally that makes sense totally and I think the thing in, in the moment is like you can be aware of that but then it's just the discipline of going yeah but I'm still going to just have another bit. <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like and that's a practice Sally mm. that's going to evolve with time like and like you know there's still times where I override that and I don't coach myself in the moment but there's more often and so it's not like you never we get to this place where we never stopping exactly when we feel full like like and that's not the goal but it's like like you know more there'll be time more time like more and more times where you do and that that will feel and also that it also feels good like when you do that like you coach yourself and you stop that feels good and so you'll you're actually motivated to do it again so yeah um um oh jen's asked an excellent question what do you tell yourself when the food's really good but it's um something that isn't good reheated later um yeah, well, um, that's like that's 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 always a tricky one, tricky one, get Jengen. And there are times where it's not going to be um, as good later. But then I like connect with the reasons why I don't want to feel bloated, or like so, like I'm not going to. I don't like maybe I'm not going to eat that that later. So I don't connect with that thought, but I connect with that actually I don't want to feel gross and I or how it's going to impact my sleep. So it's like you know every situation is different. So it's a matter of like. playing playing around with it so another example is um let's see oh yeah so I used to have a client I've had you know people that can't eat certain foods I had a client client Amy who couldn't eat gluten and she was really struggling with like with with that and um and so like because she'd be like oh you know I can't eat gluten it's not fair everyone else gets to eat what they want and I don't get to choose and like, I can't chew, like, I don't, I don't, like, I'm, I'm stuck with this and like, you know, wow, 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 poor me. <laughs> and like, that was, that was the thoughts that were going on. And so like I coached her on, on that and we got her to a place where instead of thinking about how it wasn't fair and yeah, of course it's not fair. Like, you know, we, and so we just like let that go and instead directed her to think other thoughts around, um, uh, okay. Gonna mute all. Um, yeah. So we directed her thoughts to um, to like we help, I helped her choose other thoughts that were going to going to help her feel motivated to to stay gluten free. And so and, and the thought that she found really helpful was you know, I just want to choose what's best for my body. And so when she was thinking I want to choose what's best for my body, like it was like no drama. It was easy for her to like choose a gluten-free option because she was connecting, like it made her feel inspired to do that, to, <laughs> to choose what's best for her body. Um, or another one that, another example is, uh, you know, is that came from um, another client of mine, Sheila, like, and she, which was a brilliant thought that she came up with. Like, so someone was offering, like she'd had, had a glass of wine and then she'd only, she planned to have one. And then her daughter was offering her a second glass or offering her more. And she was like, in the moment she was, could have gone, oh yeah, I want more wine. Or, but in, instead she was like, you know, I already know what this tastes like. I'm going to, and just that thought of, I already know what this tastes like. Now I'm just going to have some water now, or I'm going to have some tea now, whatever it was. Um, so that, that can be a really helpful thought. And actually Jen, so in that example of like food that's really good, you know, you, when you tell yourself, yeah, actually, I already know that th- how this this tastes, that can be a really helpful one. Like, you know, and or another helpful thought can be like, you know, the second the, the second one isn't isn't as good. Um, other examples, you know, it won't matter. That comes up for me a lot. You know, it won't matter if I just eat this. <laughs> 
Um, so the thought that I have there is like that every bite counts and it does like it does in a way it does. So, you know, it does, it does make a difference. And when I tell myself every bite counts, that helps me change. Um, you know, I, another one, I don't want to waste food. Like that's a big one that comes up this whole food waste piece. And like, of course you don't want to waste food. So it's not like we go, Oh yeah, it's fine. Fine to waste food. But instead you just want to direct your thoughts to, you know, I don't want to feel bloated and gross later. Um, yes. Yes. Pam said like one of the phrases that I use a lot is like, of course I want to have more, but it's better when I stick to my plan. Like, and I think that's an excellent example, Pam, of just reminding ourselves like when we, when we like, of course we want to keep eating when, like, cause of course, and of course this is delicious. However, and, <laughs> but it's, be and it's better when I stick to my plan. Like that's, it can be a really, really helpful one in the moment. Okay. So that's like the self-talk piece. Um, yeah. And Pam said, what I've learned is not to judge myself for the thoughts. So important. Yeah, definitely. Like, cause if we judge ourselves for the thought, then that makes us feel less motivated to change. Um, Laura says, I love the thought. I'm, I'm not a garbage can. There we go. So yeah, like see, you see, there's, there's always so many thoughts that we can access that are helpful versus not helpful. So, and it's like, you can actually have some fun with it as well as well. So um, yeah, so, so good. Okay. So, so that's the self-talk piece. So that's pretty like, I guess in, in some ways it's straightforward. It is an art, like, you know, it, it's something, a practice that will evolve, but however, that's self-talk. Next, let's talk about the subconscious beliefs. So first we'll talk about what they are and why we want to uncover them. So like, it, I know this, when I talk, when I remember when, you know, when I was first learning about this stuff, like subconscious beliefs sounded like really scary and mystical. And I was like, Ooh, what's that, what's that all about? Especially when you know, people would talk about like hidden, hidden self-limiting beliefs. And, um, and it was just seemed like this, Oh, you know, how do I even, I'm like I'm a scientist so I was like how do I even uncover this um and but the thing that's really helped me understand this is that beliefs are just thoughts that we keep thinking like they're just habitual thoughts so the way to think of it is that the subconscious is just our habit brain so it's like the um it's and it's actually it's evolved to make our brains more efficient and a way for our brains to conserve energy because our brains use a lot of lot of energy um, so it has an evolutionary having this subconscious has a huge evolutionary advantage and the good news is that like we can actually use this habit brain and this efficient system for good um, what we want to do is just program intentional beliefs and practice new habitual thoughts to change those patterns to change those subconscious patterns and change those subconscious habits. So, so the, so that's like, it actually is like, it sounds scary, but it's actually a huge opportunity. And so the reason why people lose weight and can't keep it off, like there's generally a few reasons. First is like, you know, restriction and willpower, like doing things that aren't sustainable. Um, but more importantly is like that, is not doing the work to change these habit thoughts, to change the subconscious beliefs and the self-concept and the self-identity. So that's why we do a lot of work in the Naturally Healthy Club around this is so that we become, we start to see ourselves differently and also that we change our subconscious beliefs about ourselves. So, um, you know, if you keep struggling, believing that you, you know, you will struggle with your weight or that food is hard or that you're addicted to sugar or you're addicted to wine, whatever, like you will be. And there's a great quote from Henry Ford who says, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right either way. And so this, I love that. I love that quote because it just illustrates that, you know, we really, it, the, the importance of our thoughts and, and the importance of, of choosing like program, being intentional about what our subconscious believes about ourselves. Um, and so the conscious thoughts that we do have and the feelings that they drive, they're actually a window to what we have stored in our subconscious brain. So it's not like we don't ever have um, access to, to knowing that. So what we're going to do now is our first exercise, and um, so we're going to and we do, and the, the purpose of this is to uncover like your subconscious beliefs and 
and what I call obstacle thoughts. So the thoughts that you're having about yourself and your health um, that are like, you know, that we need to, that are like a bit of a roadblock for you at the moment so that we can address, uncover them first so that we can address them. So grab a grab your notebook or um, open up a new doc on your computer. And I want you to just um, answer the question, like why aren't you already at your ideal weight? So I want you to just list all the excuses, reasons, stories that, that come up for you when I ask you that question. So I'll type it in the, in the chat. Okay. Oh, let me go. So I'll just give you a couple of minutes to answer that. Okay, so does anyone want to either type in the chat or does anyone want to share um, any of the thoughts that came up for you? No? Hi, Jules. You know, I'm always Hi, good Dean. for you. <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me, Dean, what's going on? I had, so very different from the first round of, of answers to this question, but this one I really liked. It says, because I am just starting to remember how to take care of myself and my body. And I really feel like that's a positive, a positive right. thought. A positive thought. Yeah, right, right. Fantastic. So yeah. that it, the journey the journey is there and it's going forward so yeah, yeah. that's that's unusual for like that that's I guess that's because you're a part of you're on this journey so I'm just starting like that feels good doesn't yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah okay see like thanks for sharing sharing it Jane um I'm just looking in the chat Marianne said it always seems to be too hard Jordan said because I really enjoy eating and haven't learned to stop when I'm satisfied instead of stuffed yeah, so I'll, um, I'll have to restrict myself to lose weight. So yeah, this is this is great. Lack of willpower, says Bill. Brilliant. So what we want to do is we're just going to park though, like you've got that that list now, and just know that um, we'll come back to we'll come back to that list. Um, but when and oftentimes, like just uncovering those thoughts and beliefs, that's often like it, it's just it shows you where like there's some work for you to do around your beliefs so um overwhelmed by, by decisions says, says Rebecca yeah so this is all great stuff so even if it doesn't feel really good like and other things that can come up are you know because of my hormones or because my family history or you know whatever it is like it's great to have those um, and we'll come back to them okay and so and just to like so when these all like another thing on, on self-talk is this like when old thoughts and beliefs come up like when, as you're doing this work 
just you know recognizing that, that this is your habit brain I think is a really important part and not um, getting too attached to the story so as you're doing this work and you're looking to change like old thoughts are going to come come back and you just don't want to you don't want to make it mean anything about the process and you changing um, you just you know, let them be there notice them but and then you know redirect your thoughts to to other like to how you are changing so okay um okay so that's that's the the thoughts beliefs in a nutshell and and now we're going to talk about like our naturally healthy self-concept and basically like our self-concept is just that how we see ourselves like the thoughts that we the like collect the belief thoughts and beliefs that we have about ourselves as a person so you know we see ourselves as a you know a, a disciplined person or a messy person or whatever whatever it is and so now we're going to do some exercises to help um choose your new like so we're actually going to come up with a new identity for you like your new naturally healthy self-concept um so that we have something that we're working towards so this is kind of like your goal like where you want to get to at the end of 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 the our time working together so our first exercise on this part is to uncover your strengths so we actually want to look at like where like your this this parts of your self-concept that you have that are actually beneficial and so the thought the question that I want you to answer here is like what are your strengths in other areas of your life that you could apply to your um to your work with your health um or in, so we'll just I'll just just type that in the chat So it's what are your strengths in other areas of your life that you could apply to your work here? And just, you know, whatever come, comes to mind. Okay, and then once you've got some strengths listed, yeah, Pat, like Pam said, like I like learning new things, like I am in joyful cooking. Brilliant, yeah. So things like that, I like, like I love to learn, or I'm persistent, or I'm, you know, organized, or whatever, whatever it is. Like that. So you, we want to uncover your strengths and have them at the front of our mind. Then the next thing we're going to do, um, yeah. So Bill's saying I have persistent. Brilliant, brilliant. Persistence is such a good, good quality. Um, so the next part of this is like really connecting to who you want to become. And so we're actually going to do two exercises now. And, um, and the first, so just because like different people's brains work in different, different ways. So we're going to do, first one, we're going to do like a visualization exercise. Um, so, but if you're someone who doesn't visualize, just, just have a go at it. Like um, there's no right or wrong here. Um, so, and then we're also going to do a, um, a free writing exercise. So, so, uh, so, we'll, but we'll, we'll do both because like both of these are like, it's different ways to access that kind of vision of who you want to become. And, and I think like doing both exercises can, like, will give you a different perspective on, um, on both but I know Dean's not like she doesn't see pictures in her head so <laughs> it, it's all good just see what whatever comes into your mind like don't judge, judge what comes up for this so we'll do the visualization exercise first so just um, with this if you if you feel comfortable closing your eyes close your eyes but if you if you don't you're welcome to keep them open just just trust what feels good for you and then I want you to um put your hands like by your side with your palms facing up so kind of like they're out of like at a right angle and actually to see that you would have needed to open your eyes but you can imagine just having your palms palms by side so just so that, that it feels feels comfortable like doesn't feel too strained I'm going to close our eyes 
And then I just want you to focus all your attention on your right palm. Like just think about your right palm. And then we're going to move your attention to the inside of your right elbow. And then we're going to go up and focus on your right shoulder. And then across to your left shoulder, down to the left elbow on the inside. And then scoot to the, put your focus on your left palm. And then we'll toss it over to the right palm, feeling that focus there. Then um, right elbow on the inside. Right, bring it up to the right shoulder, press to the left shoulder, press to the left elbow, press to the left palm. Okay, back to the right palm, inside of the right elbow, right shoulder, left shoulder. Uh, left uh, elbow and then finally left palm okay and now let's imagine yourself at your ideal weight so just I want you to see yourself like in six months time or you know down the track it doesn't have to have a time frame to it of just what looking at looking at yourself at your ideal weight and feeling good like how you feel like that let's get curious like how you how are you feeling like um you know what are you and just what are you noticing about yourself as this naturally healthy person who's at their ideal weight who's staying there with ease and joy um you know what clothes are you wearing like what does he or she you know how are they feeling you know just connect with what what it's like to be that naturally healthy person. And to see them in your mind's eye. You know, feeling good, feeling fit, maybe looking in the mirror and feeling good about what you see there. And just connecting with that person. Okay, and when you've got a picture of them, we just want to open our eyes just gently and then we'll just sh shake it off, shake off that kind of visualization chance, just but just know that that person, like that you that that's who you who you're becoming. Okay, and so now we're gonna gonna like spend some time like get getting to know this naturally healthy person. So we're going to just write for a few minutes and the the question here is like who is naturally healthy Jules Bill insert your name here oh hang on it's all right yeah who is where did it go Oh, I just did paste instead of copy. Here we go. That's what, that's making sense. <laughs> yeah. So who is naturally healthy? Insert your name here. So I'll give you a couple of minutes to write on that. And again, it's just like, who are they? What And what would you be noticing when you are this naturally healthy person who's at their ideal weight? Yeah, and the more detail you can can come up with this, the better.
Okay, so now that we've like done a visualization and we've looked at our strengths and we've done that free writing exercise of who this naturally healthy person is, the next step is to actually choose our identity. And what you want to do is just like write one sentence that encapsulates this new self-concept of who you who you want to becoming. So for example, it could be like, it could just be, I'm naturally, I'm, I'm naturally healthy. I, I'm naturally healthy Jules. Or it could be, you know, I'm an intentional food lover. Or it could be, you know, I have a healthy, joyful relationship with food. It's just the idea of this is just like one sentence about you and who you want to become. Or it could be, I stay at my ideal weight with ease. Um, you know, I, other examples that I have, like in other areas of my life, is you know, I'm intentional with my time and money. So it's a, a belief that I'm working on for my my self con- concept. Um, another one I have is like you know, I'm affectionate. I'm affe- an affectionate, loving wife and mother. So just write like just and don't judge this. Just like whatever comes to your mind, and it could be just like I'm naturally healthy. I am naturally healthy. Don't have to overthink this. Um, but it could be like if you're like Bill had persistence as one of his strengths, it could be, you know, I'm a persistent, persistent, um, you know, naturally healthy person. Like just whatever comes to mind for you. And we just want to find a sentence that resonates with you of that's going to connect you with who this person that you're that you're becoming. So and then so when you have that, like share in the chat. because I'd love to see like other people's examples. Mary, did you want to share yours? No, (laughs) I thought you had had your hand up. Sorry. That's good. There we go. Laura says, I'm comfortable in my own body. Beautiful. So that's like, that's connecting you to who you want to become. Yeah. I love it, Laura. Excellent. Anyone else going to share? Okay. Ruth's saying I'm strong and healthy. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's another one that I've had is like I'm fit and strong and full of vitality. Um, Jordan's saying I'm intentional, enjoy my food and drink and movement choices. Beautiful. Donna said I'm an intentional food lover who knows what or how much I need to eat and look fab in my clothes. That's a love. I love that, Donna. Um, Abby said I'm a persistent, naturally healthy person with ease. Yes, I'm happy. I'm happy and healthy 18 who believes in herself. um, these are also great Mary says I'm a naturally healthy athlete brilliant brilliant okay great so we've got that that's that that self-concept that identity and it can change over time so don't don't feel like you're like stuck stuck with this forever Um, but just that's something that we're going to come back to later so just keep keep that keep that Uh, Marianne said, I'm a healthy, confident woman. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's where we want, what we want to get to. Lisa said, I love and enjoy food and fit into all my clothes and have a lightness. Beautiful. Yeah. So, so good. So good. Um, So we're going to come back to, back to this. So then the next exercise we're going to do, I told you I was going to get you guys to do a lot of work here, is we're actually going to come up with a belief plan. So, um, and these are the in thoughts, the intentional thoughts that are going to help us become our new identity. And again, this is we would just want to come up with a starting place of some thoughts that are going to help you um, tune into who you want to become. So we will have we've got our like our self concept sentence. You've got we've got that. That'll be the first thing on your belief plan. And then we want to look at um, your know, up some other thoughts to include with with that so um, where we want to go to to find these other thoughts so our like our naturally healthy philosophy is a good place but we also want to look at those obstacle thoughts so those list of the reasons why you haven't you're not already at your ideal weight there can be some gold there in finding um in finding your like like in, in in terms of like thoughts like finding thoughts to add to into your belief plan so um i'll just type in actually i was i'll just so if you want to i'll just in the chat um so this is our um 
an actually healthy philosophy actually like formatting I guess if you make the chat wider um so I'll go through the the naturally healthy club philosophy and so if any of these like really resonate with you like just mark them as something to add to your belief plan um so and actually I'll just grab the so if you want to look at circle this is also available in circle in under resources so I'll just type that there excellent so yeah like we eat intentionally to maximize the pleasure of food so we are kind and self-compassionate so it might be I, i'm kind and self-compassionate i love and accept myself at every weight i decide ahead and make intentional choices i listen to my body and stop when i'm satisfied i manage myself talk in the moment i allow urges to be there without resisting or giving in I'm evolving my self-concept with my intentional belief plan. So this intentional belief plan is what we're creating now. I prioritize protein and trust my internal nutrition compass. I'm intentional about my habits. I weigh myself, myself every day without shame. I focus on one meal at a time. I can choose again in any moment. I, am, I deal with my emotions without buffering and soothe myself every day. I enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. I'm getting exactly what I need, exactly when I need it. Um, I'm willing to fail as many times as it takes. Actually, that is a really good one to have in your belief plan. Um, I stay naturally healthy with ease and joy. So that's like some thoughts. And what with the belief plan, it's up to you how many thoughts you include in it. But I re would recommend like usually no more than five because you don't want it to get too much and be be too too um too but but just know that this belief plan is something that we're going to be looking at every day so it's going to evolve over time and there'll be beliefs that you might need to work on for a while and then then you'll kind of get through those um so just know that this is kind of a living thing that's going to be growing and changing and that we'll be coming back to this again and again so um so there's no like don't get too caught up on getting the perfect belief plan right now so okay um i'll just and i'll just do an example so i'm just looking back to obstacle thoughts in terms of um yeah so laura had an obstacle thought i will have to restrict myself to lose weight so if that's that's a like a belief that she has at the moment what I would do with that is um is actually change that around just like it's possible for me to lose weight without restricting um and so Bill said and Bill had had like it's a lack of willpower so a thought that Bill might like to add to his belief plan is that you know I can be naturally healthy without without relying on willpower I can build habits instead yeah um and let's see what else um lhm said i'm not as physically active as i once was yeah great so i can i can you know i can be naturally healthy with my current activity level you know just and ch change the words to suit you um um oh this is a good one so Mary said, my ideal weight according to BMI is too low. It's impossible. So why try? Yeah, right. So like with that one, Mary, I'd be like, you know, of course, of course, like if you're feeling like it's impossible, so why try like that thought? Like, if, like, it's, of course, but how about like I can achieve my, like, you know, I don't need to listen to my BMI. Like I can just, I can find my own like ideal weight like I'll know when I'm at my ideal weight like my ideal weight doesn't have to be dictate, dictated by a BMI um okay so how's everyone feeling about that um is everyone feeling like they've got some beliefs in the belief plan yeah Mary's nodding give me a thumbs up yeah awesome bill great and i'll just know that i'll be in the next hour we go i'll tell you what to do with these with these these things that we're uncovering and these things that we're creating okay so that's our belief plan um and we've just got okay 
now we're going to talk about uh, like emotional eating. And so I'm just going to give you a, a top level <laughs> five minute version of emotional eating. Um, just knowing that we will come back to this because it is a big topic. So basically like what is emotional eating? So it, um, emotional eating is any, like is eating to avoid our feel, uh, feelings, to avoid feeling our emotions. So another book is calls it um, buffering. So, which I think is a really nice term. Like we're buffering, we don't want to feel the emotions. So we eat instead. And emotions are just vibrations in our body. So they're nothing to be ashamed of. Um, and like, I, I want you, like, if, particularly for those of you that identify as emotional eaters, like there's nothing to be ashamed of that, that we have this. Like, and actually in some ways, like eating to, to cope with negative emotion, like that's a survival tool. Like that's, has been like, it's served a purpose for you, for, for all of, all, all of us in the past. So we don't want to judge that or criticize it or feel shame because we do it um, because, and it's actually a choice that so we can actually decide that we're not going to feel shame for anything that we ever, we eat ever again. Like, cause the shame just comes from the, remember it's a feeling. It comes from the thoughts that we're thinking. So of course, like this emotional eating is a, a really effective way to, to, to stop ourselves from feeling pain. So, um, and it's just like, and like it's really normal and it's how we've it's part of how we've evolved you think about like babies like how they soothed like by like you know when they're crying like you then there's nothing more effective than um you know than putting them on the breast so it's not bad and it's only a problem like if there's a net negative so you know when we get into um to like you know overeating territory and and the other thing with emotional eating is that there's there's a huge range. So it, and it can be from, you know, you think of like, you know, someone having a binge with a cup of ice cream, you know, crying on the couch to, but, but it, it actually manifests for most of us in more subtle ways. So it's like, you know, not wanting to feel the discomfort of leaving food on our plate. So we, we eat then. So there's, there's a lot to, lot to it. And, and I just like the, key thing I want you to know is that it's completely normal and it has served a purpose for us at some point in our lives so there's nothing to be ashamed of and so let's look at like why we need negative emotion so I, I, the thing is that like negative emotion um, it's really not bad like it um, it's like it's there like it doesn't feel good, of course, but it's there for a reason. Like it provides contrast. If you think of like, if we were happy all the time, we wouldn't, and without ever being sad, like happiness wouldn't be as good because we wouldn't experience it in a way that's so rich because we wouldn't have had that contrasting feeling of when we're feeling sad. Um, and it, it guides, and, and a negative emotion can be really helpful for guiding us when something's not right. So, you know, it's a way to like, like if we're feeling angry about something, it's showing us that, you know, there's something here that needs to be addressed. So negative emotion in itself is actually, can be really, is actually really important. And we've evolved to have it for a reason, like that we have these emotions for a reason. And so the way we want to like, first of all, I think just learning to accept that negative emotion actually serves a purpose is really helpful. Um, and then like, but, and the way we want to, apply these this idea to emotion to eating and to balance like to find a new way with emotional eating um there's three steps to it so i remember it as the three a's so there are awareness acceptance and alternative action so um so awareness is again it's just often when we emotionally we go like we go unconscious so this can be a bit tricky at first but it's just shining a light on on this on this behavior and so and sometimes in the beginning in particular it won't be until after you've finished eating something you're like oh actually I was feeling this and I went to the food to avoid this and and that's okay but what you want to do is just get curious and so if you notice when you are eating, like, great, and you just want to put a pause in and just, just, you know, ask yourself, like, what am I feeling now? Like, what's going on? Like, and just get curious and start to notice what's going on. So the goal is to learn how to, like, experience the feelings and feel the feelings rather than eating over them. 
Um, and, and the first step to doing that is just becoming aware of what's going on. And so you want to like just, you know, get curious and just try and name the feeling if you can. But if you can't, do you just want to like even just going, oh, I feel bad, like that, that can be enough to have that awareness. And then once you like bring that awareness into your um into like into your, your focus and it could be after the fact like after you finished eating but you want to do this exercise anyway you have that awareness and then you want to um the next thing to bring in is acceptance like I, of course I'm feeling angry sad scared whatever it is like it's okay for me to feel this and um and the acceptance piece like it when you like let yourself feel it is really can, can be a really beautiful beautiful thing in itself and often that's enough to let the feeling pass and then but if it isn't then we want to look at like at taking some action and from that place of like accepting like deciding then what you want to do next and sometimes it might be you want to just keep eating and that's okay like but it might be you want to like keep just sitting with the feeling for a while or it might be that you want to choose another activity that's going to feel soothing um you know that's not going to give you this net negative so it might be you know I'm going to go for a walk I'm going to go have a shower I'm going to go out into the garden I'm going to call a friend you know something else but that's really it so it's awareness acceptance and action okay and then I had another another exercise for you Um, so we're just going to quickly squeeze this in in two minutes Um, and so what we want to do is actually be proactive in our self-soothing so actually have some like a practice of soothing ourselves so that when we like when we need it we already like know what to do um so what i want you to do now is just think about like what's one nice action or nice thing that you would like to experiment to soothe yourself with in the evenings so Um, I'll just type that into the chat. So, okay. So for your, um, oh, great. Mary said I'm not well-versed in feelings um, with something like this. Feelings, uh, feelings will. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, they can be helpful, Mary, but don't, there's no need to get too caught up in, um, in describing things and having like you know eloquence around your feelings just um oh no and actually jen said it doesn't have to be in the evening so um so just 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 being able to identify that you feel bad is enough like so but that those feelings will that mary shared like that can be can be helpful um but things like so what we're looking at for it could be things like journaling is a big one for me um reading reading fiction can be can be really soothing deep breathing you know listening to a guided meditation sitting calmly you know drinking tea i think ruth said yep um you're having a hot shower or bath connecting with someone so sending a message you should care about or hugging someone um writing a gratitude list can be really soothing um repeating um intentional thoughts can be can be soothing playing the piano beautiful yes not very well even better Rebecca yeah beautiful but I want like for now just think about one thing that you like to do that feels good to you that you could start including in your daily life um knitting the sound of the knitting needs is very relaxing I love it Laura awesome so excellent 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 okay Mary said stretching, Jordan said manicure, pedicure, knitting. So yeah, like that, that like taking care of yourself, like rubbing, having a shower and then rubbing lotion into your body. Like that, that can be really beautiful. Reading and listening to audiobooks. Yeah, Bill, I'm I'm there with you on the audiobooks. And I think listening to fiction in particular. So getting into a story, like there's a lot of research around how like stories are very relaxing for our brains. Um, Sally said music loud excellent yes music can be really beautiful okay awesome so we've covered a lot now so we're just going to take a quick um we'll just do like a two minute break so if you need to grab a drink of water or whatever um um yes or go to the loo 
whatever. Um, so I'm just going to shut this down so that um, we can, I'll, I'll start a new recording for the next hour. So we'll come back and um, like, so let's make it, we'll come back at seven, at seven oh one now. So we'll come back at seven oh five um, and we'll be ready for our next, uh, our next, next process. So just use the same link to get back into the room. Okay. See you guys soon.